Coming at you like a jet plane. Welcome back, babies. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. You know what it is. We've got you covered on all of them topics. I don't need to give you the spiel. You know what this is. I literally said it. I'm Ben Jammin, and I'm surrounded by the regulars, Matt and Dylan. Yo. What up? Always with the delayed response. And in the hot seat, we got Dustin back in the studio. I'm back, baby. Back, baby. Yeah. Uh. Today's magnificent draft is regarding movies that we would like to see again for the first time. Y'all savvy with that? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Jack hell Sparrow. Yeah. Yes, sir. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> All right. Well, before we can, uh, you know, draft some movies that we'd like to see again for the first time, we've got to roll the trusty dice. It's sitting right in front of Dustin. Yep. So when the music drops, you can uh, shake, rattle, and roll. Oh. The music didn't drop. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was thinking. I was He's singing. so excited. I was stressed. Yeah. I was stressed. <laughs> you listen to instructions about as well as students. Here we go. <laughs> oh, there we go. 25. Oh, my Ooh, God. Very nice. This guy. What was the first roll? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, eight. Eight. Damn it. Oh, 16. 16, okay. Almost landed on one. All right, here we go. One more time. Come on, Bessie. About 10? Uh, rethrow. Yeah, rethrow. that landed on a I'm soft sorry. surface. What are you doing? Six. Six. Ooh, Dylan's back in, in the, the wraparound. wraparound. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Ben second, Matt, you third? No. No, Matt it goes second. you, me, Ben, Dylan. I'm not going to lie. I'm sad I didn't make that. Like, there's a, a definitely, I think, a McDonald's pick for this draft. No way. Yes. Yes, there is. He's saying there's a McDonald's pick for the movie that you'd like to see again for the first time. You, that you'd like yeah, to see again for is, the first time. There Dylan, is. He, D- Dylan must fucking know all of us. And <laughs> then he must know that all of our mu- our movie genres intersect into one point that would cause us all to have a McDonald's pick. 100%. Dylan, if I can, I would like to offer a trade. <laughs> you can have my position. We'll just do a direct switch for first. I'll get the wraparound. Uh-huh. And then in the future, you give me the next first round that you get. What Guys, what do you think? Is that... It's a future consideration. I've done this with Dustin in the past. So I I take the first go just yeah. this time, and then next round, I'm back in the wraparound. So you're no. first... No, 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 no. For this draft, yeah. we swap. Oh, yeah. And then the next time, you roll number one, and he rolls number four. You switch. And you don't want number one, you flip him. Oh, or, yeah. Or just any time that he gets number one next, I get it. Yeah, no, no. that's fine. Let's do it. But hold up. Just... Throw a little shade in there. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. He's got to come around for you to reap the benefits of that. That's true. That's true. Wait, wait. I don't understand what's happening. Think I'm confused. Just think over how the options that, How here. did that confuse you? Well, uh, For some reason, that confu- it makes sense for me to, like, when you switch, Dylan, right, that makes sense. What Ben is saying is since I'm in the hot seat, yeah. think about your odds. You would actually have a low chance of needing to give me the next first round pick uh-huh. because one, what's the likelihood that you're going to roll first? Right. 
two, what's the likelihood that you're going to roll first while I'm here and not someone else in oh, the yeah. hot seat? So it's present versus future value. Your present value is pretty high if you want to right. go that route. Yeah, exactly. Your future, you're really just selling off your future, but it's way far yeah. away, potentially. Cross that bridge when you get to Listen, it. Listen, you know, I'm taking out money from my retirement account right now. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, deal is done. Dylan is first. Let's hear this McDonald's. What's your, yeah, what's the dude, McDonald's pick, dude? Who wouldn't want to be in the theater and see Empire Strikes Back? Come on. Like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Are you fucking for real? Wait, hold on. But you didn't see that. No, I'm talking about, like, again. I know, I'm but talking you, about again. I, I know, but... No, 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 no. The concept of the draft is a movie that... Wait, now I'm con- now I'm confused. Oh I, God! I'm, no, thinking, no, no, no. I'm thinking it's subjectively like a movie that you would want to see again, Dylan. You you would want to see again in theaters. Yes, absolutely. I think if but, you take the theaters out, but keep the you in it. Okay, like well, when you was the first time you saw Empire Strikes Back? Like I was too young. I absorbed all the like sublim. I absorbed it all subliminally through the movie, through pop culture. Like I would love. To just be able to go in blind and see Empire Strikes Back, like without any prior knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I no, just that's cool. the premise of the draft. Like that you're seeing something for the first time. No, you yeah. don't know anything. No spoilers. Like, no. Nothing. Yes. This exactly. is yeah. why I'm saying it's a McDonald's pick. Now, hey, this is subjective, right? This is for each of us. But like, dude, Luke, I am your father. People were fucking shitting their pants when they saw that they were not blown away they were blown not in germany not in germany tank in germany oh. no his name is darth vader you know he's the father vader vader oh. father yeah okay 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 but did, did like, this is okay yes knowledge man yes and <laughs> i don't think george lucas had it necessarily planned for the very beginning that darth vader was going to be the father though he was pl- he was are run- you george lucas he was running off the seat of his <laughs> are, pants. Are you? Uh, he was running off the seat of his pants. Who is our Who is our grad school teacher? Bless his heart. I can't remember. Old guy. Oh, Walter. Oh, Walter. Walter. Are you Walter? Have you gone to Skywalker Ranch and talked oh, to him? I mean, there's plenty of that like, guy, man. Primary Coolest source. Life of all time. Yeah, yeah he, conjecture out here. Yeah. No, I mean, there's plenty of primary source documentation to back this up. But um, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, dude, this is monumental in pop culture history and cinema history and you know and someday maybe referencing our previous podcast or future podcast i don't know whatever ben and i recorded something at some point where ben <laughs> wants to shock well why are you gonna like even all right all right on, all right whatever on. anyway <laughs> You know what? It's a good pick. It's a, good, a pick. good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. pick. Who doesn't want to see this happen? Come on, I would, tell I would me you love don't. Be honest to be with surprised me. by Star Wars. Ben I says no. I don't Wars. believe him for a second. This movie wasn't even on my radar to watch again for the first wow. time. I don't <laughs> believe for a second. <laughs> believe it. I there are there are movies. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. I didn't think of that one. Oh yeah. my god. I was never thinking like I want to see Empire Strikes Back for the first time because that moment was honestly probably just on a couch. Like there's nothing. when you had it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's about the surprise I'm about it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a surprise. Dude, it was for most people. <laughs> if you look it up, like if you at, like look up people's reactions, it is. It was a genuine surprise for most people. I didn't say it wasn't for most. people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It just made me. Okay. Vader's name. So Vader is father in German. Yeah. And then what does Darth is just dark or something. Yeah. Some so shit. people called Darth Vader. Darth Vader for hella long just to refer to the fact that he bore a child. 
there's hella children in the galaxy, or there's hella fathers in the galaxy. Why does he get Darth Vader? Oh my God! According Did to this article, the Sith Lord have a children. <laughs> According to this article, Darth Vader in the original script for Empire was not supposed to be Luke's father. That's crazy. So that's fucking crazy. Dylan's back on that, and I'm like, I don't think anyone understood my point. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you like, all moved on. Dylan went back. He's, yeah. There's tons of fathers, but he happens to be the father. The yeah. father. Yeah. The father of a child. Do it's they know the that Luke is special? Yeah, but yes, because, well, actually... He's just yeah, the well, yes, child you know, of the special one. You know that he's special. Or the, the chosen one. That's why that's why Obi-Wan's like, hey, yo, bro, let's train you. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I've been you saving special. this for you. You special, son. Yeah. Do you think everyone knows that in the galaxy? Or do you think someone's like me and are like, why are we calling this dude Dark Father? No, they, well. <laughs> Dark no, but Dar- well, they don't speak sorry. German No, yeah. Hey, daddy. Sorry. No, Darth, Darth is just a title. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh. Sorry. Okay. Now my mind is racing. Darth Vader is a dom. That's what I was thinking. Oh, definitely. With that yeah. outfit? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in this Okay, dark shit. daddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, he's got like he's got like the 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 straight up crotch pocket for real. <laughs> he's he's got stri- the He's choking people all the time. Always choking. He doesn't yeah. know when to he's pull back. He's not really a safe dom, but he's going for it. He is He chokes everybody. <laughs> He chokes kids. He's got yeah. double wide <laughs> <a> love seats. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, double wide love seats in this guy's apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, great pick, Dylan. Yeah. Awesome job. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Oh, my God. I'm excited to see what else comes in this draft. Yeah. what are you picking? Well, what I'm picking is one straight out of my childhood, which is the dark Knight. I would love to go back in time and watch that again for the first time. Wait, how old were you when that came out? Uh, I would have been in eighth grade. So that would oh have been 14 at the time. Cause it came out in 2008. Dude, I was yeah, uh, like 2008. 2008. I was a voting adult when that came out. Really? <laughs> Me too, brother. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my so, God. so this is also where like the voted the, for Obama <laughs> college. Yes. The, we're young. We're you, young yeah, again. Dustin, you get that. <laughs> You're of, still young. But this is the the point is that <laughs> this is it's already one of the best superhero movies of all time. It's our it is the, the best. best Batman yes. movie cool. of all time. Heath Ledger is the best Joker of all time. And just watching that movie again and like like kind of living that portrayal of the Joker and like the grittiness of that universe, I would love that. It, it's such a good movie. You can watch it a million times nowadays and it never gets old. So go back and do it again for the first time. Man, it already blows you away every time you see it. You can't, you never get old with it. So why not just go back and do it all over again? It's it's an amazing movie. So Dark Knight, I think that nobody can object to that. Not it's, to hype you up too much, but that actually would have been my first pick. Dylan. It was. I mean, it's on my list. That's yeah. for sure. It's a great film. Cannot disagree with that. It, dude, I was sound in the theater. Okay. The sound at the heist scene at the beginning specifically, that blew my mind because it immediately set a different tone than uh, uh, Batman Begins, right? Set totally different tone. Well, then just the whole thing with like Harvey Dent and not really, by the end of it, you still don't know who the Joker really is. And that's the whole point. He's he's an agent of chaos. So to relieve that would be great. I watched a dude give a thesis on the Dark Knight in college. It was a horrible thesis, but still, <laughs> it was. It had people scratching their heads and talking for years after it came out. Yeah, it, I mean, it's the gold standard of Batman movies, or any yeah movie. Seriously, <laughs> any superhero movie. I'm like, that's my number one. Goes hard. Mm-hmm. 
That's a good pick. Damn good pick. Thank you. Ooh, I'm going to stick in the superhero genre. I'm going to go with Avengers Endgame. Yep. Because Great. that seeing that movie in theaters was... I, I don't think there's been... A, I don't think I've experienced a movie... Like it's so that. triumphant. It's so you huge. feel so damn good. There were so many like it was packed house. I saw it at Cinerama, just like that big screen, the chocolate popcorn, everyone's energy just super high. For like again, that first time seeing it, when you watch it again, it's never the same. No. But when that hammer just starts to shake and you think like, oh, it's going to Thor, but oh no, wait, it goes to Captain America. Boom! And the whole audience <laughs> is going batshit crazy. Oh! <laughs> Yo, that nothing like that. Nothing like nothing ever like that. Or when all the all the all folks the, start coming through the the portals through the portals, Black Panther walks through and the whole car, oh! <laughs> or when they have they have the lady team up, all the lady superheroes yeah. going kick some ass, like yeah! Oh my god, it goes so hard. It's so great. That is a fun. Yeah, Spider Man comes back. Spider Man and Tony's embrace, like oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. uh, that that <laughs> oh, the ending, and then Thanos finally gets his. You're like, god damn right. Dude, but Thanos is such a badass. Like, he's still beating the shit out of him. He is. Chopping Captain America's shield up. Dude, Captain America gave him a good run, though. Good run. Good run. He multi-comboed him. He did. You know, I don't know. Thanos, he's just a tough bastard. What can you say? Truth. That was a satisfying... Yeah, that definitely had me jump out of my seat, actually, when Captain grabbed Thor's hammer. I was shocked. I didn't see it coming. I didn't hear about it before I went to the theater. I so did not see that coming. Likewise, did not see Tony Stark perish. No, man. Coming. That was sad as hell. Man. I cried. What a I twist. legit cried. What a twist. Yeah, Damn it's not boy. the greatest movie. Is it as good as The Dark Knight? I mean, Fuck no. probably not. Fuck no. Probably not. But was it an ex- like the experience? You only get that experience one time, too. Yeah, for sure. It's cathartic. Like, I think the experience with Avengers Endgame, seeing it for the first time, was higher than seeing The Dark Knight for the first time. Like, the hype wasn't there. But, like, over time, that obviously switches. But, man, we're drafting first time. God I mean, damn, Endgame, it does so make big. your... It gives you goosebumps. Like, yeah. for sure. Highest grossing movie of all time. So, there you go. Amazing movie. It did something. So, Ben... Confirm this for me because I think we both thought about it the same way. You were thinking about partially like your first time watching the film. Like that partially goes into the answer. That was like, the only way I thought about this. Okay. Because I ha- I did see <laughs> The Dark Knight at the IMAX in Spokane and it was good. Like it was very big. Oh, it was sound. amazing. But it wasn't like the energy. I didn't see it in a theater packed. Mm. I'm sure if you saw that oh, movie man. with just like nothing but Batman freaks, then it'd probably be crazy awesome. I'm but, surprised it wasn't packed. I remember that being the hype of the summer, but maybe it was just different areas, different times, whatever. I'm just asking that because part of my picks, I don't think any of you are going to take these, but I thought about two genres that changed dramatically after the first viewing. So it's kind of my theme with the wraparound and largely with this whole category, which is comedies when you watch a really good comedy and it's getting you because that shock, that shock value of a comedy mm-hmm. where you're just like not expecting anything. And then when you watch it a thousand times, you're like, you know, I mean, it's still fun, but you know, every line that's going to come. 
Uh, I watched Pineapple Express with my oh. <laughs> best friend in a movie that didn't have anyone in it. No one was in the theater. It was really, really random. And actually, it was just me, him, and his mom, which at first would be like, oh, a little bit of a downer for that movie, like kind of awkward with her. But like, she's practically like a second mom to me. She's super funny. She's like pretty vulgar with her own comedy. That shit was hilarious. Like, I don't know. I was 14, too. I swear I was 14. I was definitely in the early teens. So that shit went so hard. Like, all these little things that I did not expect to laugh at. I thought hurricane season was over. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is hitting so Just good. Just a Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> yeah, and now, I mean, like, you think about that whole comedy trio. I'm trying to remember, like, some of their big hits. Can't really remember, like, the scope of everything that came before Pineapple Express. I mean, Superbad comes out Super real bad. close to that. Oh, that and that movie is really great. Close. Yeah, I remember Superbad there being a lot of hype. Pineapple Express, obviously became a lot of hype posters all that kind of stuff just kind of like a millennial movie mm-hmm. but huge stoner movie oh, yeah. absolutely. Stoner right before stoner movie. dude like right before weed legalization i yeah. laughed my ass off when i saw it and i had my parents watch it like that's the last time my dad my mom and i sat down for a movie together actually it was at mm-hmm. my dad's apartment and we were all watching it i was laughing my ass off i might have been high i don't know <laughs> and and my parents definitely weren't um, and after that, my mom came away convinced that I sold marijuana. On side <laughs> and, you know, yes. Sometimes I did, but not as a, you know, consistent <laughs> side hustle. Um, yeah. so she wasn't totally wrong. <laughs> that movie is great. It was so funny. It's so funny. I mean, that movie I also, love, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Matt. Oh, no, no. I was just, no, I was just gonna say Seth Rogen. I love Seth Rogen so much. It has, um, what's his face from the office too. Isn't it Daryl from The Office? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great in that. You but, fucking shot me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Dude, end red. scene is so absurd. Yeah. Red, red gets, like, shot a thousand times. The whole battle <laughs> scene, in my opinion, like, those types of comedies, too, are made for the theater for your first viewing, especially oh, yeah. with a close friend. Like, it's just so absurd. It's so, so over the top. They're rewatchable, though. They are. They're definitely Absolutely. rewatchable. I I like. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you, you crank that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're definitely rewatchable. So they got that. So comedies, not as much as the other genre, which you're going to hear in the next round. But I will say that the first time I saw my favorite scene in the movie when they're in that car chase, and then randomly. James Franco slams on the brakes and the car chasing them also stops. So now they're looking at each other face to face shots going into the window. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck, man? That always works in the movie. I was like in tears. Like I never expected that. It it just really caught me off guard. So I'm never going to laugh that hard again at the movie. It's still fun to watch, but But the shock of comedy. comedy. That was the golden era of comedy. Comedy needs to make a comeback. You had that Step Brothers, bunch of other comedies that were really That's good. Right, Step Brothers. Uh, the, <laughs> the the other guys also fantastic. The other guys Dude, is good. Talladega Nights. The other guys. Oh gosh. Yeah. Way old school Anchorman. Yep. Anchorman. Oh yeah. Forty year old virgin. Back yeah. when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego. A whale's vagina. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what it means. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, wait, so Pineapple Express, that's what you're taking? Heck yes. All Excellent. Right. Good job, good job. That's a good first round. We got to add for you, and then we'll get right back to it. Mount Draft More. This July, we'll hear from the studio that brought you an origin story of Willie Craze comes the Hut sequel film, Willie Craze Goes to College. Uh, is Willie Craze in the classroom? Willie Craze present! In this film, Willie's gonna learn what it takes to be the greatest salesman on the planet. Willie Craze here! I use the library every weeknight and weekend! But little does Willie know that the rise to the top is full of hard lessons non-stop. Willie Craze here! Have you tried my new triple device delight? It has a marijuana bong! It has a beer bong! And it has a cocaine dispensary! Uh, uh, Willie, why do you always say your name before you talk? Willie Craze here! I don't know! This family-friendly film is sure to warm your hearts and show you a story of a man who can go from top to bottom to top on a roller coaster ride of success. Willie Craze, we are proud to give you your diploma today. Willie Craze here! Thank you! This fall, check out Willie Craze. Tickets available now. Also available online. Mount Draftmore. Round two. Dustin, you're in the wraparound due to a trade. All right. I don't think anyone was going to take this. I'd be surprised if they were. But the second genre that I think totally changes after the first watch is any type of like mystery or anything. There's a grand reveal at the end. Once you know, you know. And then every time after that, it's fun to watch the movie again. You might be like, hey, there's a little clue. Here's a clue. Never going to get that shock. I'm going to go with The Truman Show, partially also because I watched it for the first time in my dad's film class. So it was actually kind of dope. So one, I was in like middle school. I'm in a high school. What, what? Super cool. Lots of hotties around. I was like, oh, my God, this is so dope. <laughs> We're in this like nice little film room. Like Todd Beamer had it like made gigantic uh, like auditorium, gigantic screen. Uh all the stuff that my dad was pointing out was like super interesting, really weird. You know, they have the whole setup. Sorry, people, if you haven't seen it, fast forward, I guess, because it definitely will ruin the film for you <laughs> in this instance. Sorry for the spoiler. But like, there's all these weird things happening. And then you figure out Jim Carrey's whole life is just one gigantic uh, TV show. How fucked is that? Yeah, it's such it's, a wild movie. It's hard to yeah. put into perspective until you were a fully fledged adult and you think about it. And you're like, good God, you can't trust a single person anymore. Never, yeah. never again. I mean, there's lots of things now where you watch it and someone might say, and I'd probably be annoyed with that person. would be like, it was so obvious from the get go. I'm like, yeah, something's obviously going wrong. And especially depending on the age you're watching. I'm in middle school. I'm like, OK, things are weird. There's like a TV light that falls from the sky but didn't really see the twist coming once the twist happens then you have all these like psychological thoughts going through your head of like dang this is super messed up there's also like um 
this kind of idea of like all the joy that Jim Carrey's brought to the world. So like this whole kind of creator, there's a lot of great lines too, um, where they keep referencing the painting of the sky, like beautiful sunset. And then his friends like that's one mighty paintbrush. Cause it's like literally a painted sky crashes into said painted sunset and he's leaving. And the creator of the show says, I've been watching you your entire life. In a lot of ways, I know you better than you do. I never had a camera in my head, which actually kind of makes me think, maybe I should be high for this. <laughs> uh, makes me kind of think about like people stealing your data when they got hella shit. Like, mm. They got so many data points on you. Like that Cambridge Analytica, they're like, we got 60,000 data points on every human being. That's a lot. I don't know if I could say 60,000 things about me. But dude, they up. can tell you every time you jacked off. Yeah. Holy shit. They'd be yeah. like. Can they actually? And to what if and you, how long? Yeah, because ah! if you were watching, if you use the internet, if you watched anything, they know what you searched, they know what you watched, they know how long you watched it. That means yeah. they know how long you were stroking the token before you got a bonus. <laughs> yep. Damn. Yep. That'd be fucked up. But that line, I never had a camera in my head. So, like, how well do you know yourself? Like, that's kind of getting into some identity questions. Like, how much do these data points that people have, sure, they say a lot about you, how core does that go and how can someone really truly know that boom <laughs> like man. is behavior a person yeah. that's the question mm -hmm. exactly like does your behavior identify you as a like as a moral person and i was in middle school and all those thoughts were going through my head and i was like dang that was such a fun experience i didn't see the twist coming that was super cool i watch it now i love it i think jim carrey actually is pretty good in that even though he's mostly like a comedic actor i don't mind it good evening and good night yeah love it kind of works with him it does yeah. the over oh, the yeah. top like, like like he would be the guy that would have a tv show about his life like yeah. in that like he fits the role really well yeah can you imagine like a sequel to that though dude he's gonna be going he's gonna be suing them he's gonna be going <laughs> on the talk show circuit yeah. he's gonna be growing a beard like going to mongolia or some shit on growing a motorcycle a he's gonna be growing a beard <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know who yes. would if they ever remade that the Truman Show, you know who'd be really good as Truman? Adam Scott. He would be hey, a great that? Truman. Who is that? He, uh, from Parks and Rec. Oh, Ben oh. Wyatt. Ben Wyatt. Yeah. He he's would be an amazing a, Truman. I think he would be. He's yeah. Will Ferrell's brother and stepbrother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He would make a damn good Truman. Yep. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. They also have that great pin, How Does It End, when the woman who left the show tried to tell him the whole thing. And I have that pin on a pin jacket. How does it end? That's a great question. I'm asking nice. myself that. That's a dope movie, though. Yeah. Makes me want to go rewatch it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Back to you, Ben. Mm, back after the wraparound. I'm going to go with something, you know, a little, little horror-y, a little scary, mm. but different kind of scary. A scary. A little genre bender. I think it took a horror in a different direction. Oh, okay. Made you really second- Second guest stuff. Didn't know what I was getting into when I went to the theater to see this one. Something we all definitely saw and definitely talked about in our grad program. Of course, I'm talking about that classic Jordan Peele film, Get Out. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yo, I did not see that shit coming ever. Like, there are so many twists and turns in that movie. The sunken yeah. place, dude. The sunken so place. Gosh, didn't so see that coming. Such a different type of terror. So good. So good. Sweet. 
Snatchers, though. Body guys. Snatchers, man. That's what they are. They're Body Snatchers. Yeah, I didn't horrifying. see that one coming either. No, see, same. you watch that a second time. It's fun. Yeah, it's not the same, though. Not the same. No. Like, it, especially in the end, like, sorry, spoiler alert, you had enough time to watch that. I don't even feel bad. But you see those <laughs> cop lights come in, and you're like, oh, fuck, he's so screwed. Yeah. But nah, it's his homie. Yep, 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 yep. Didn't see Great that Great comedic relief that you need desperately in he's, that movie. Exactly. Jordan Peele knew what he was doing there. Yeah. Great writer. Yeah. Real creepy, too. Dude, that, yeah. I can't wait for his no his new movie. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to watch Ooh, that. That's going to be good. I and didn't watch his last one. Us? Yeah, I good. haven't seen that either. I like it, yeah. It was Us very, creepy. very good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, Did Anisha make any jokes to you? Because I know Marjorie did. To get out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I... My memory's dog shit. So it was so I funny. Remember I was I was watching Get Out with Marjorie's whole family, uh, and Marjorie, so whole family Filipina. All of a sudden, like <laughs> I forget what scene it was, but it was so perfectly timed. I wasn't even mad. She like hit me and was like, "Get off me, Whitey!" And like her whole family <laughs> like erupts in laughter in the theater. I was like. Damn, that was a perfectly timed joke. <laughs> wow. And I would have done the exact same thing if I was in your shoes. Yeah. Kudos. <laughs> the part where she's sitting, what is she sitting there eating? What kind of cereal? Um, Fruit Loops? What is she eating? Some without Cheerios, milk. maybe? It's, I think it's Fruit Loops without milk. Yeah, it's some fucking freak shit. But without milk. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's yeah. fucked Keeping up. The, just dry the, cereal. The milk yeah, is on the mouth. side. The milk is on the side. Yeah. Because oh. the she colors takes a sip are of the milk and then just... Well, it's segregation. Yeah. The colors yeah. are separate. And crazy. then the shit that snaps him out of the dark sunken place is he's pulling the cotton out of the chair mm -hmm. and it's like kicking him back into this like, whoa, like your own ancestry, like all everything going on. Like there's so many like little layers to that movie that you're like, dang. Uh, yeah, it was an experience watching for sure. Yeah. yeah. That movie's crazy. It is pretty crazy. And it, it's never like it was the first nope. time you watched Because no. you know what's going to happen. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Huzzah! There you go. Huzzah! Huzzah! I'm proud of that one. That is a good one. So back around to me. Uh, next one I'm picking is a similar kind of a thing. Like once you've seen it, you know what to expect, and you kind of know the the action that's going to hit you. But I would love to see it again for the first time, which is Saving Private Ryan. Mm. I would love to see that again for the first time. Just like that opening. What is it? Ten fifteen minutes. Like, I would love to re-experience that without knowing that it's going to happen. Like, the way that they do the landing on Omaha Beach is, like, historians and, like, survivors all say, like, it's the most accurate representation of that day that's ever been done. Like, it is so historically accurate. Brutal. So, to actually see that again and then see not only just that opening sequence again and see for it's all, like, it's brutal realism, but also go through the movie and see the, like, the realness that the whole characters experienced throughout and kind of that whole like survivor's guilt of private Ryan of like, I know that, you know, he, he goes to the journey of like, yeah, my, my family's dead, but I feel wrong that you guys came out here to save me just because mm -hmm. others died. That's what we all kind of signed up for. And that whole, like just everybody just existing in a war zone. Like now that you've seen it, you know what to expect, you know, what's going to happen, you know, kind of the, the fate of all the characters. So to actually go back in time, and rewatch that for the first time would be pretty, like, it'd be really impactful. Because I know it was impactful the first time I saw it. I think I saw it either in junior high or in high school for the first time. It might have been high school. I took a similar kind of a, a film analysis class in high school. I that's think that was the first time I saw it. And I was like, holy hell, like, this is crazy. Like, this is, 
I feel like I'm there. Dude, I'm surprised they let you watch that in high school. Well, you had to get a permission right. slip. But yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. Permission slip and a guy that was about to retire. That kind of helps helps the cause there. But damn good movie. <laughs> he did not give a fuck. No, but that one would be a, it would be a it would be an experience to see it again for the first time. One hundred percent agree. Um, okay. And just like that, Dylan's like, and I'm going to snatch the reins, and it's my pick. My pick. Is, is that okay? My pick. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Okay. That's all I had to say. Um, I'm going to go for a horror film. Um, in my opinion, this is the best horror film of all time because Ooh. it's it's also, Ooh. it's it's a it's sort of a, I don't know if a whodunit's the right term, right? But it's kind of like playing Clue, but in Antarctica. Uh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah. Kurt Russell is the lead, and oh my God, his hair is glorious. Ooh, and great beard, too. Very good-looking man. Very handsome. I'm talking about Thing. The Thing. Okay, so the plot is uh, basically this dog arrives on this Antarctic base, okay? And there's like, I don't know, what, 10 people on the base? And then... Shit goes sideways. They investigate this like uh, other base nearby from another country. And dude, the whole place was burned down. And so then they have to figure out, okay, what's going on? Uh, Because people start dying and it's like, okay, who's killing people? What is happening? We all know each other. And they figure out, oh my God, there is a shape-shifting alien amongst us that can just take on the form of anyone and it could be any of us. And by the end of the film, you still don't know who the fuck is the alien. You don't know. And it's, it's just, it's tense the whole time. Um, so, Oh my God, if I could watch that again, it would be great. Right. Um, it is such a good horror and thriller. Cause you're kind of on the edge of your seat. Cause no one can trust each other in this film. Um, I love watching it over and over again, but I would gladly see it for the first time again. My mind was blown. I was on the edge of my seat the first time I saw it. It was so good. Has anyone else here seen the thing? I have not, but you've you've done a good job of selling it. It sounds like a movie I'd be interested to see, so I will experience all these things for the first time. Yes. Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ben, I'm guessing you haven't seen it, right? No. Okay. But it does sound pretty decent. It's very, very good. Um, so that is what I will say. Nice. That is what I'll cool say. beans. Cool beans. We're halfway through, y'all. Great work. Halftime. I have a question for you all. Okay. So let's flip this. What's one movie you wish you could go back time and unsee? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Avatar The Last Airbender. 100%. <laughs> that Spring garbage. Breakers. Spring break. <laughs> I know. Spring break forever. A- Aquaman. Oh, my God. The new Aquaman? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it sucked. <laughs> oh, dude, their movie's way worse. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Actually, I won't take it back. You know, there are some redeeming qualities, but... I wish, can I unsee parts of it? The ice skating scenes where she's just like skating around with her powers. How about all of it? Just all of it, yeah. <laughs> just all Wonder Woman, all of it. 
Matt White. Matt White, Aquaman. Aquaman, just the acting was bad. The, like, but, the action was okay, but the acting, like, the dialogue and just the plot was pretty bad. So, have any of you ever seen Spring Breakers? It's the one no. with all with that the James girls. Franco. Good for you. Franco. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I have James Franco in another one of my movies. This was like he his agent took a vacation and then he randomly was like, Yeah, I'll do it. Stupid. It's one, the whole movie is like, these four girls like, oh, my God, we're going to go to Cancun for spring break. Spring, spring break. break. Okay, cool. And then, like, they rob. They steal to get there. And then they're, like, there in all these, like, super dangerous situations. And it's just, like, one montage after another that's, like, sex, 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 sex. It's, like, where's the plot to this movie? The second black people come into it, led by this, like, whole group of black people with James Franco in cornrows saying spring break. Spring forever. All of a sudden, Selena Gomez is like, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I was like, it's only when the black people come. The whole time, people have been like about to roofie you. And they never get caught. They straight up like going into like gangsters' mansions, shooting everybody. This movie was the stupidest waste of money I've ever been through. Don't watch it. I'm glad none of Sold. you have seen it. I will not watch it. Yeah. Okay, so hold on. Let's make this a little more fun. So your least favorite is Spring Breakers. Yep. Let's read a bad review from it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh yes. yes. Anita Dunham said, seriously, critics gave this movie over 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, but they didn't even give Julian Donkey Boy 30. You can skip ahead if you just want a review and reasons why it's bad. I have very mixed feelings about Harmony <laughs> Korean. What? Okay. Uh, tangent, tangent, tangent. An extremely profound movie about spiritual transcendence, time, immortality, and modern American culture. Rich with deep meaning and ripe for interpretation. Do you agree with that? That is what they wanted to do, but good cinematography doesn't mean it's thematic. It was like, oh, it's pretty, and there are girls in bikinis. Now this is deep and about American culture. It's like, bullshit. It wasn't about anything. You want to hear a five-star review? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> please skip. Please skip. Please skip. Okay, Dylan, what's your what's your movie? I think it was uh, Wonder Woman 1984. You know, there were some cool parts in it, but, man, like, ultimately, that movie was just such a letdown. I could just... Walk that back. The like I said before, the fucking ice skating scenes where she's clearly just trying to move around quickly. Why is she ice skating? Why? Why? Superheroes can't skate. She's moving so fast that it looks as if she's ice skating. Aye, aye, aye. Pathetic. You had an average score of sixty percent. Wonder Woman has an average score of fifty-eight uh, percent. Oh. Mm. They put no effort into the plot. Cared a lot about the looks and money, but not the meaning. It was cheesy all throughout. They brought back Chris Pine when he did not need to be part of the story. It's like they thought for this to be a good movie, she needed a man oh. or a love man. interest. Okay. Dang. I hate that every single review starts with, spoiler alert, spoiler head. Spoiler alert. Fuck you. Why are if you reading, reading reviews? a review? <laughs> if you haven't seen you signed it, up. Fuck yeah. you. I'm not telling you spoiler alert. Here's another one star. <laughs> Worse than garbage. Boom. 
Worse than Guardians. If only there was Damn. If there was a blog when Empire Strikes Back, Ben definitely would have been like, Darth Vader is the father. Sorry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Post, 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 post. (laughs) One star. Matt, what was yours? Aquaman. Aquaman. Two DC films. Wow, coincidence. You have a little higher rating, 65%. Whoa. Almost 69. Almost. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? What do I think about this film? To be honest, I'm trying not to remember this made for 3D. <laughs> CGI that it really is trying to be eight different movies at one time. And then the eight movies, it's trying to be Tron Legacy, The Goonies, Jaws, Godzilla, Finding Nemo, Alien, Zoolander, Iron Man, and also a whole segment that was lifted from either Uncharted or Tomb Raider. Oh, my God. That seems In- pretty accurate, yeah. Not to mention in addition to dinosaurs. Underwater lightning and a complete ripoff of Godzilla-esque fight scene. Okay. Wow. Wow. It bad. They ravaged that. So disappointed. Come on, DC. Get your shit together. I hated Red Eye. It was the only movie I went and saw in high school that I demanded a refund for. Wow. Damn, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 80%. Whoa. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you know? (laughs) A grit, a good thriller that is short, tight, and keeps you always engaged in the action. I thought that shit was lame. Disappointing. Right. I'm so disappointed. I'm disappointed with these ratings. But you know what? I'll say about all three of your films. There were like twenty two thousand reviews. This movie, there's one hundred and fifty three reviews. <laughs> so, that tells you nobody saw it. Take yeah. that with a grain of salt. Like it's an hour and twenty six minutes, and, and it's not animated. Any movie, my rule is if it's under ninety minutes and it's not animated, it is garbage, and it belongs on like an instant stream, straight to straight to streaming, <laughs> straight to DVD shit. Exactly. Fuck that. All right, that's gonna do it for halftime, y'all. Let's get back into the draft. Dylan, give us a recap. Yeah, I've got uh, Empire Strikes Back and The Thing. Matt has The Dark Knight and Saving Private Ryan. Ben has Avengers Endgame and Get Out. Dustin has Pineapple Express and The Truman Show. It means it's your pick. Third round. (gasps) That's mine? Oh, my God. Um, Well, I would like to experience, I think I've talked about this before, but Anchorman again in the theater. I peed myself. (laughs) <laughs> oh, like when I saw it, it was so funny, you know, I mean, uh, that the, 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 sometimes, you know, jokes years later still dawned on me like, oh my God, this is a joke. You know, um, what's Ron, what's diversity? An old, old wooden ship from the civil war era. Like, <laughs> holy shit. That's fucking brilliant. That's hilarious. Yes. That is so good. Um, that movie's ridiculous. The girl I took to the theater to see it hated it. And that's how I knew it wouldn't work out. And uh, I was 14 when I saw it. It was perfect. And I still think it's hilarious. In fact, it's funnier. This is worse than the time the raccoon got on the copier. It <laughs> smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> Don't act like you're not impressed. Yes. It's the pattern on the pants. It's the pleats. And, uh... Oh, man, why am I blinking? What you're doing and listen... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? <laughs> the flute scene, Lizzo referenced it in their music video. Yes. I mean, it's yeah, a cultural iconic movie. I mean, Sex Panther. 
Sixty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> I don't know if that math adds up. I killed a guy with a trident, Brian. Yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure you're wanted for murder. <laughs> you may want to lay low for a while. When I was a kid, I actually really, really liked that scene. Like that was every time I was like, "Oh my god, that fight scene between all the different." Wes like, Mantooth. Man. Oh my yeah. god, Wes Mantooth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Brink had a grenade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that grenade, Rick? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Not the face. Oh my god. That's such a funny movie. It's really good. Really good. I and also let us not fail to mention, dude, Christina Applegate rocks it in that movie. She needs She's to be so funny in more films. I like after that, I didn't really see her much after that. I'm sure she was in a couple more films, but you know, in some other things. But uh man, she, she was killed it though, yeah. Awesome. Mm. A- and a bombshell. That's not the important part, but it's a nice little bonus feature. This burrito is good, but filling. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> the afternoon delight. You throw my your burrito at me? <laughs> God damn. Jack Black's the biker in that. I love that. Just uh-huh. like a little cameo. <laughs> what? What did you say? You ate a whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> You're like a tiny little Buddha covered in fur. <laughs> Baxter. Baxter. (laughs) You will eat the cat poop. I will not eat cat poop. It's too good. Fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) It's safe to say we all love this film here. Yes. Classic. Formative years. Yeah. And Matt, tough follow up. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go in a completely different direction than that. Uh, But one that. You can still watch a lot, but once you know, like, it, it's a heist movie. So once you know what the end result is, it's not as surprising anymore. But I think this is one of the gold standards in terms of heist movies, and that's Ocean's Eleven. I'd love to see that for the first time again. Because, damn, the twist at the end that they all, like, they, they successfully did it. Like, and you didn't see, you didn't understand how the fact that they were able to do it, but they did it. Like, that, it just, it blew my mind the first time I saw it. And I'd love to go back and experience that feeling again of, like, there's no way they can do this, right? Wait, how 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 are they doing it? But wait, what? They staged the whole thing and they're actually doing this live? They're actually the SWAT team? Like, goddamn. It's the best <laughs> heist movie, right? It's got an A-list cast already and just, I don't know, it just, we it, it schmoozes like charismatic acting and like everybody's so cool in the movie. Like everything they do is cool. And man, I just, you love a good heist movie and once you've seen how it ends, it's never as impactful anymore. Even though it's one of those movies where it comes on TV, I stick around and I watch it because I love it. So to go back in time and like be on kind of edge of your seat, like what, how, what, what's going on? Like there's so many different moving components in that movie. I'd love to see the gold standard of heist movies do it again and surprise me for the first time. So Ocean's Eleven, hell yeah, it's the best Oceans too. Yeah, I haven't seen that in like 15 years, so I should watch it again. I don't remember what happens. Good. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to get this first time experience mm-hmm. again. I am. It's going to be great. It's such a good heist movie. So good. All the Oceans movies are good. Even Oceans 8. Oceans 8's like, yeah, the hidden gem. Like, not, it didn't get much play, but it's good. They got to make a ninth one. Yeah. Because the eighth one was worth it. Although I didn't like 13 that much. I like eh. I like the eleven and twelve better than thirteen. I like thirteen more than twelve. Twelve felt like a waste of move 
waste yeah. of a movie because they got the egg right in the beginning. Yeah. And you didn't know it. But then you got through all of it and you're like, oh, wait, they had the egg all the time. This is why Eleven was the best one, though. Yeah, Eleven was clutch. Shit was really good. Good pick. <clears throat> For my third pick, I'm going back to the sixth grade, baby. Oh! Jackass. Jackass, that first movie. Man, Jackass was already this, like, cultural phenomenon that no one saw coming. Like, MTV was still playing music at the time, and then Jackass pops on. And I remember being a grade schooler being like, wide-eyed, what? These guys are in kayaks going down stairs in the middle of a city? Wow, they're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, they are funny! They were funny. They were definitely funny back then. They're in shopping carts getting pushed into bushes. God, yes, they were so fucking stupid. Steve-o, Did you, man. dude? The to this day, the scene. The, I don't know if this is in the first or second movie, but where one of them goes into the toilet store. Yeah, no, this Danger is in the Aaron. first movie. And he shits. No, it's Dave England. Uh, oh, Dave did that? Dave England is the one who goes in the <laughs> he's hardware the store and he's taking a shit in a display toilet. <laughs> and one of the workers is like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm almost finished." Are you taking a shit? <laughs> <laughs> so when I this came out when I, I believe I was in the sixth grade and I went with one of my best friends and my mom and the theater was packed, rated R. And we were just like, oh my God, oh, are we going to get in here? My mom was just like, yep, not a big deal. Whatever, we're going in. And the peop, the guy who's sitting behind us is just belligerently drunk. all like all the trailers are going and he's just yelling he's stoked the movie starts we're not even into like the first stunt and then he's just throwing up behind my mom oh my god so pissed i just remember like oh my god are we gonna have to leave this film my mom's like i'm getting i'm leaving and she went to the very back of the theater and my buddy and i were just like do we follow her Nope. Stay here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you guys see the new Jackass? I've I not, not seen it. I went to go see it with my buddy at when it came out in theaters and it was so good. Like I, I binged all the Jackass films and the show before I went to go see it. Dude, this it's these guys are brilliant. I don't know how they keep doing it. That first I don't know how they're not dead. For real. Dude, Johnny Knoxville is straight up almost died like many many times so dude uh, in that first movie he flips he's in a golf cart and he's just getting flipped over in it <laughs> remember what was it um god who who did like the fart helmet was it dave again oh my god they did the fart helmet they had the big guy he, he like preston farted, yeah Preston he farted in the tube oh, went god. right yeah, into the helmet up in the fucking, it's like a fishbowl yeah. oh. it's like a space helmet in the movie, Steve-O snorts a bunch of wasabi. Because oh part God. of the movie takes place in Japan. <laughs> That's right. And then Wee Man's running around in a traffic cone in the middle of Japanese traffic. Yes. Oh, my God. God, they're dumb. Well, my- they, don't they do the... Uh, or is this what, was this Wild Boys or was it Jackass where Steve-O's getting the tattoo and the Humvee going across like the desert? I think that is Wild Boys. Wild yeah, Boys. I think that was Wild Boys. Steve-O's prank in the, or his stunt in this one was the last stunt where he put the the... Hot Wheel in the condom up his ass and then went and got x-rays. And the doctor's like, oh, oh my God, you yeah. Have a, you have a car in your ass. And he was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, That was like, Ryan Dunn. Dude, he, he played like, it he so like, it dry. A, he was like, it's a, it was a, it was a wild night. I was at a party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't break character once. And the doctor just goes, 
you should not tell anyone about this. He's dead serious. <laughs> like, do not tell anyone about this. Well, okay? yeah, because Steve-O was supposed to do it, but then he's he like, like, I can't do it. My dad's going to disown me. <laughs> Ryan Dunn's like, whatever. Rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. Rest, Rest in, peace. in peace, yes. But yeah, I'd love to. I, for, that's a good one. Jack asked again for the first time. Yeah. Still funny. Still very funny. Yeah. First time as a sixth grader. This has inspired me, actually. The last two picks, then I'm like, I don't really know. This whole draft has just been going off the top of my head. Not really a lot of head time preparation. Ben, you've inspired me. I'm going to go with Borat. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> then nice. <laughs> this suit is black, not a pussy magnet. Uh, my sisters <laughs> say cannot get black. this, and they get this. Because I was also a middle schooler, and I remember watching it. I did not watch it in theaters, but I watched it at my friend's place at a sleepover. So it's like 1 o'clock at night. We're all middle schoolers. Even at that age, you just know deep down, you're like, God, this is so problematic. But <laughs> and it was just so shocking. Like, it was so over the top that I was in tears almost the entire film. I mean, he's like, right away, he's jacking off in front of a Victoria's Secret in the middle of the street. And I was just like, in tears, like, what am I watching? There's, I mean, it's like iconic. There's so many times where it's like, man, every time I watched it after that, it doesn't have the same effect. No. Dude. Because you're expecting surprise it to be factor, so absurd. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still like, yeah, this is a cultural kind of thing. Can we do some quotes? Yeah. I arrived in America's airport with clothings, U.S. dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's yeah. so fucked up. Talk about not breaking character. <laughs> Even like the rest of his films, like I, I remember seeing uh, Bruno, which I didn't think was as good. It was kind of like, okay. But even like rewatching the end of that movie and then watching the new Borat, I'm just like, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, Cohen does such a good job of just like not breaking character and putting himself into the most absurd situations. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. He's 100% yes. committed. He is a method actor, just yeah. in the opposite of extremes. Yes. Did you all see the new one? Yes. I've not. It's not as good. Is that the one where he gets like his daughter in the same room as Juliana? Yes. She yes. is yeah. the funniest part of the film. Yes. She's so good. They also uh, filmed part of it at a Lauren Culp rally in Washington. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It was scary. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Like the is song he's singing on stage. I'm like, oh my God. That's the one where they didn't expect him to go up there. No. Yeah. And okay. like all his stories across all the movies he's made, like, sorry, I don't remember the exact ones for the original, which is the one I'm picking, but he's on all his work, he's talked about how many times he's had to flee. Yes. Like, get out of a scene. Like, where he's just mad rushing, like, oh, people are pissed. The end of <laughs> the end of Bruno has a great one where he's straight Dave, and he's like, everyone's like, straight Dave, straight Dave. He's like, yeah, I am so hetero, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he's in this wrestling cage, and he starts making out with this guy, and it's like, it. I forget where they are, but it feels like backwoods Mississippi, and the place is about ready to come <laughs> down. And apparently he had like a... <laughs> he had like a... Uh, like an escape hatch underneath the stage that he tried to get out in. That's funny. It's just wild. Yeah, first time I watched that, blown away. My middle school self was like, God, am I even supposed to be Yeah, my so that, that's I the thing. Am I supposed to be laugh. watching this? It's too good. Too good. Dude. Dude that, <laughs> very uh, nice. Very <laughs> nice pick. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think the the time he he said that was most fearful was when he was at that rally that um what was it was like in Texas, I want to say, you know, uh at some sort of patriotic <laughs> event, maybe it was a bull thing. Um and and then he he like <laughs> he referenced George Bush Great leader George Bush, we support your war That's on right. terror. Yes, yeah, and people got like pit. At first, they were like, "Oh yeah, all right," and then they got pissed. I would like to sing Kazakhstan's national anthem, set to the tune of the American <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> Shit was insane. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. Damn, third round full of bangers. We got one more ad from you from Cinema Club. Oh, the premium cinema, cinema, premium cinema provider. Ooh, baby. Mount Draftmore. Summer's right around the corner. What better way to cool off than bringing your main squeeze to the Cinema Club? By joining the exclusive and memorable Cinema Club, you'll gain full access to the best experiences Hollywood has to offer. Every Monday, 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 and Thursday, 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 Thursday. From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., you can immerse yourself in the best a silver screen has to offer. For six installments of $69.99, you can enjoy our fabulous theater amenities, such as the dedicated Texan section, <laughs> LOL, the Don't Ask, Don't Tell section, where you can get it on with double wide love seats. Oh, yeah. Clean bi weekly for your protection. Or sit back in our broken plastic chairs. Ouch. Or find your way into the smoking section, conveniently located in the middle of the theater. Our HEPA filters are regularly replaced. We promise. So instead of sitting on the couch, make your way to Hollywood Cinema Club, your next Hollywood getaway. Cinema Club does not include the most recent films, films exceeding $100 million at the box office, and does not offer any concessions. Round four. Dustin, round four, last pick. What do you got, brother? I'm so conflicted. I started this whole category being like, man, I don't even know if I'm going to come up with four. And now I'm like, oh, there's too many that I'm now thinking of. I'm going to go with the theory or like my conceptualization of the category as in this movie isn't the same the second watching. Like I, I want to go back and see it for the first time again because that's the only way to get that experience. Yeah. That would be, for me, uh, The Usual Suspects, which I actually kind of thought about it when you were talking about, Matt, like when you were like, oh, a heist movie. And I was like, is he going to pick this one? Um, If you haven't seen this, it's a thriller, crime movie, lots of blood, lots of violence, kind of feels very like mafia-esque, like if you're into that kind of genre. Um, You're following Kevin Spacey. Another reason to go back and watch it for the first time, because when I watched it, uh, a lot of stuff didn't come out about Kevin Spacey, so it was guilt-free watching oh yeah <laughs> uh but there's this huge like reveal and you're getting bought into the story this villain comes up kaiser sose 
that all the villains are super scared of. And they're like pulling up this whole story and it's like really well done. So it's like, okay, I'm getting kind of invested. Like it's mysterious. Some people don't even know if this villain exists. Um, people won't even want to say his name. All of a sudden the heist is going down and Kevin Spacey's character, the way he's telling it for the first time is like Kaiser Sose was the one that killed all these people, killed Keenan. He did all this. He set us up from the beginning and the detectives like getting at him. It's like, you, you were there. Why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you shoot him? Shoot the devil in the back. What if you miss? They had all these one liners like that. Whereas a kid watching, I was like, dang, shoot the devil in the back. If you miss, Oh, you're toast. What a fire line. Then they were talking about, uh, Kevin Spacey does this whole sob story. He leaves the office. He's totally tricked the detective. And all of a sudden, you realize the whole time, Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Sose. And the reveal is so well. This was a double fucking reveal. Because first, the detective tries to be like, it was Keenan the whole time. He was Kaiser Sose. And you're like, what the fuck? Watching it. Dang, I didn't see that one coming at all. Second reveal comes. And he's like, walking. All of a sudden, his limp goes away. They're doing, like, all the different things. Like, Kevin Spacey's character was just making up the story, looking at a bunch of things on the wall. The detective's realizing it, which goes back. I think this is the last line of the film. Whew, another fire line. This line is so good. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist. And just like that, whew, he's gone. It was like, oh, shoot. Kevin Spacey's getting in that car. He's taking off. The detective's on the street looking left and right. No, he's lost. And I was like, dang. Chills. Chills. The first time I saw it, I was like, dang, that's crazy. But then every time you watch it again, I mean, it's still a good movie, but so much of the violence and the lore around Kaiser Sose is, one, you know who it is. Two, you're like, did Kevin Spacey's character make that all up? Like, is Kevin Spacey the dangerous Villain, like these Kaiser so say the villain that he's making him out to be, or is this just a product of his imagination in the room? I don't know. Now I've got to watch this. I don't think right? I've seen it. Well, I'm sorry because I just two twists. I'll for I I for, I'll forget about it. It's so well done at the end. Ooh, I think I've so seen it a long time ago, but I need to go back through and rewatch it. So this was literally my camp name. I went to like a day camp. My mom was like very annoyed by that. It's like, why are you picking like a mafia murderer? And it's like, mom, it's fine. It's like you're working with children because at one point, like I was a counselor, right? So yeah. every counselor had a name, and I was Kaiser Sose. Nice. Yeah, those kids need to know not mess with me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Coming for him. Coming for him. That's right. All right, Ben. Off Man, to you. for the last pick, I was gonna pick Fight Club. But it's so close to your pick that I'm just like, eh, I'll go with a different twist ending with the same actor, uh, but a little earlier in his career. Let's go with Seven. Ooh, that's a yeah, damn good that's movie. that's a good because one. that's another one of those where it's like you watch it that first time and you're like, what is in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> and then you find out what's in the box and you're like, damn, that's fucking heavy. But now you know. Now you know. So that movie is never that same experience. Well, and just like... uh. God, what is it? There's a moment in the movie where, like, the only reason why his wife becomes a target is because she crosses paths with the guy. And it's so, like, a matter of just happenstance. Like, it just happens. And you don't you, you don't even think about it when you see it. You're like, oh, whatever. Like, because you don't really know who it is yet. Yeah. And then it comes back and you're like, oh, my God. That was, that was the moment. That was the moment. So fucked up. Gwyneth Paltrow, you got your head cut off. Damn. 
Damn. And put it in a box. Yeah. Isn't that a uh, David Fincher movie? Uh, the director? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yes, man. He he does a great job of making like really gritty, gnarly looking films. Weird. That are real trippy. dark and twisted and that's a damn good movie. Very you, you good don't stuff. and it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna go with uh seven in the fourth round. Nicely done. You pick. It's back around to me, eh? All right, my last pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, something that's a little bit more wholesome, but something that I would love to revisit the initial feeling because I'm envisioning me as a child watching this, and I can't remember what that felt like initially, and I'd love to relive that, which is to see The Lion King for the first time again. Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) just being a little kid and experiencing, like, the dramatic loss of Mufasa, like... My God, that would like just tear you apart, you know, like all the emotions of that film and just it's like great animated everything like it's so great. And I don't know, just to be able to be a little kid again and like experience that and like be like, no, you can't die. And then at the end being like, yeah, Simba, you're back. You did it. You're king. Let's go. Like, I don't know. I think that'd be a very fun experience to like have to relive again. It's Lion King for the first time. Fire. I love it. Yes. And all the music and just being like, whoa. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> everything. Simone, you know, Kuna Timon and Pumbaa, Matata. like everything. Yes. It'd be so good to relive that. That soundtrack is fire. Fire. Warrior. Um, all right. Well, my last pick here. God. Jesus. Um, I'm going to action. Because I've got blockbuster, I've got thriller, horror, and I've got comedy. So I'm going to action. And I'm going to go with Mad Max Fury Road. Is that the newest one? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Dude, this is the sequel people didn't know they wanted or needed even. Right? This is, like, amazing. It's better than the originals. When they recast... They recast with Tom Hardy as Mad Max. He's better Very than good. Mel Gibson. That's d- for damn sure. Dude, he does a great job at... Mel Gibson did a great job as playing Max at the beginning of his journey into the post-apocalyptic hell that is Australia after whatever happens, <laughs> right? Tom Hardy continues that journey with an anxiety that is omnipresent within the film, and you can see it in his eye. Right, oh, he's in the just, way he's switchy. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. whole the way the whole film the the way it's filmed, it brings back a little bit of that flavor from like the seventies and eighties in in filming. Very cool um, direction in the film, and then the whole thing is just a roller coaster. It's like what the fuck is going to happen next? You know, uh, it, whether you see the um, the uh, what are they called? I keep wanting to say Proud Boys. Jesus Christ! The half half boys <laughs> at the beginning. The half like. Uh, or something. and they're trying to like get him back into the fortress as he's trying to escape or war boys. and of the the what war boys war boys That's you know right. yeah. and then he's getting blood sucked out of him because he's got like he's a universal donor he's a universal yeah. donor he's strapped to the top to the front of his fucking car there's a dude who's blind playing guitar oh, he's and got flames sh- shoots <laughs> flames out of the guitar on the chase scene the whole movie is a chase scene yeah. the whole fucking film 
It's a roller coaster, dude. And you just don't know what the hell is going to happen next. There's an 18 wheeler involved. There's beautiful women, beautiful and not so beautiful men. Right. And, <laughs> and they're a spectacle as I mean, well. Immortan Joe. Immortan. Disgusting. But he's also a legend of a villain too. Cause you, I mean, he's literally throwing everything out the water to get one lady back. Right. Um, and, uh, it, it is just, it, it is molten chaos in that film. That's a great way to describe it. Molten chaos. I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it and I had zero clue that it was one, a series Two, anything of that about like post apocalyptic, like so much of the film was like, I have zero clue what's going on here, but it's fucking dope. I mean, the I cinematography thought, is amazing. Yeah, Just the shots. I so then good. rented the original Mad Maxes and was like, oh, oh, okay. They're just going with the post apocalyptic thing. Yeah, rewatched it. Way better. Makes more sense. Like, but fuck yeah. Think about this. That director George Miller. Yeah, yeah. His film previous to Mad Max Fury Road was Happy Feet. So <laughs> this dude takes Dang like him. a 20, 30 year hiatus from filming Mad Max, does Happy Feet, then does Mad Max Fury Road. He's like, okay, let's get going here. <laughs> like, what a legend. That tries. How the hell does that even happen? Anyway, this movie's amazing. It is. Solid. Good choice. He did Happy Feet too. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dang, them some bangers. What a last round, y'all. How, how are we ever going to justify them cases? About to find out. Make, 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 We've got no choice. Make, make, we do it make, for you. Make their case. The people. The voters. Those who send an email. And, and suggestions. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, you were first. So, no, wait, Dustin, you were in the wraparound, so you have to lead the charge. Do you feel confident? Yes. Okay. The crowd's with you guys. <laughs> All right. I have two categories that you need to rewatch for the first time. Really absurd comedies. And movies with a twist at the end. They're never going to be the same the second time you see it. You want to go back and get that original high. The two absurd comedies, Pineapple Express, Stoner Classic, speaking to my 14-year-old self. So, so, so good. I thought hurricane season was over. Then you have an even more absurd comedy, Borat. A, <laughs> a very culturally important film, just in terms of you need to know why people are saying, very nice. Uh <laughs> Uh, then the two movies with a twist, I went with the kind of mind twister Truman show who realized that his whole life is a TV show on one gigantic set that was built for him. He's trying to now escape and everyone that he knows has been paid as an actor, uh, got my middle school mind going. And then the other big twist, usual suspects who doesn't love a great mafia crime movie. Look at all those greatest films of all time. Movies, Godfather, yada, yada, yada. People love mafia films. This one is like that, but you get great fire lines about the devil. We got Kevin Spacey with a limp. You ever watch Dairy Girls, the Irish show? The wee fellow with the limp. He's going through there, <laughs> and then he, boom, double twist. First, you thought it was one guy, and you're like, oh, shoot. Then all of a sudden, the movie ends, and you're like, I was lied to. It's really Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Nice. 
<laughs> very nice. <laughs> very nice. Very, very nice. nice. This is nice. Black Knot. <laughs> Feel like you got through everything. Yeah. Yeah. You forgot something. Uh oh. Did I forget a movie? Uh oh. No, 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 no. Okay. He'll 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 figure it out. Figure it out. He'll fi- he'll figure yeah. it out. It's because yeah. he's in the hot seat. Yep. <clears throat> oh, vote for me. Yeah, exactly. I'd That's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, Get Out, Jackass, Seven, Seven. Yo, just a great, great crime thriller. Leaves you guessing all the way through until the very end when they're asking you the biggest question: What's in the box? I mean that that line alone just transcends the movie itself. Decades into the future, people still yelling, "What's in the box?" And, and I don't even think the young folks know what's in the box, but it's it's horrific. Check out the movie. You'll see. Jack Axe. Jack, Jack Axe? Jack Ass. Let's take it back to the sixth grade. Baby puking people behind me in the movie theater. Let's go. <laughs> Condoms with Hot Wheels and asses. Golf carts getting tipped over. We men in, in cones. Big boys <laughs> running around and sitting on benches that fall down and make you laugh. <laughs> Big boys. Yeah. Jackass. Get out, redefining horror for the for the many masses, bringing race into the picture. Oh shit! What body snatchers? White people snatching the nice brown bodies that don't age a day. Yeah, wow, that's terrifying itself. And then Avengers Endgame. Yo, that's a movie that you really did have to experience. You had to be there in the theater, hype station, opening weekend, all the fans. Yo, this team stacked. I'd vote for me. You should do. <laughs> oh my God! It's been a while. He did it. It's, I did it. I'd I did it. Where's that me. goddamn round of applause? Damn it! Yeah, there we go. Oh God! Hey, oh, it's getting crazy out here. Matt, you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, recap my team. I got Dark Knight, Saving Private Ryan, Ocean's Eleven, and The Lion King. Let's start off with the Dark Knight, the greatest superhero movie ever made. I love to experience the thrill of seeing Heath Ledger's Joker. On the big screen one more time for the first time. Right. This was it's such a mind blowing movie. You can watch it all the time nowadays, but having that first go around and the just the experience of such a badass Batman Joker standoff, like it you just can't beat it. I would love to experience that one more time. Uh Saving Private Ryan, the historical realism of a one of the best war films of all time, if not the best war film of all time, just seeing like that opening sequence on omaha beach just for all it's like glory like it, it's just it's amazing and i'd love to see that again and see the journey of the characters throughout the entire film because i deal with some really real stuff with people who are experiencing war and survivor's guild and ptsd and everything like that uh, oceans 11 one of the best heist films of all time i'd love to see the twist without knowing that the twist is what it is i'd love to experience that again for the first time because it's so good everybody in that movie is so cool it's amazing and then the lion king i mean just the drama the soundtrack the characters the animation being a little kid again it'll be so amazing to see that movie for the first time, one more time, because it is so impactful. It stands up so well across the test of time. And just to make sure I don't run out of time, I think I got a hell of a lineup, y'all. I'd vote for me, and I think you should too. That's how you do it right there. Dang. I mean, you left a little time on the clock. Uh, was, it wasn't yeah. as good as me, but <laughs> it was a good second place. <laughs> Dylan, you ready? Yes, sir. 
I think they're clapping because they wanted you to play the guitar while you did this. Oh, that's so nice. All right, listen. They're going to be disappointed. They're going to be booing. I got a little bit of everything. I got the blockbuster. I got the thriller. I got the comedy, and I got the action. All right, let's go. So Empire Strikes Back. Who would not want to see that for the first time? I never really got (laughs) to experience (laughs) this movie for the first time. Because you know what? It was just part of pop culture by the time I was a child, and I absorbed it subliminally. I would love to see Darth Vader tell, tell Luke, Luke, I am your father. No! That just sounds great. Um, oh, God. My, my computer just died. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, no, dark. Oh, my God. Okay, the thing. Oh, my God. Dude, the paranoia of not knowing who is the thing in your group in Antarctica? Oh, my God. You have no way to leave? What? So you just have to deal with it the best way you possibly can? Um, Anchorman. So funny. I peed my pants. And also lost a potential girlfriend over it. Um, also, so many one-liners. And Mad Max for your road. You just don't know what's going to happen next in this film. It's one like roller coaster move after another. It is an adrenaline-pumping endeavor akin to... Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'd vote for me, and you should too. <laughs> that was messy. You know what? One movie I didn't get to choose, The Big Lebowski. Everyone go watch it. Oh, I love The Big Lebowski. I love The Big Lebowski as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a normal. <laughs> I almost spit out my beer, man. And there's some uh, Seth Rogen laughing for you. Just to Hell make yeah. you feel good. Do we all feel good about our teams? Yeah, man. I feel Hell good. Yeah. Well, good. good draft. You can't fucking redraft. <laughs> You're stuck with it. At this point, the teams are set. Now it is your turn to do something with your life besides listen to the podcast. Although, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to us. We love that you do that. Please go on any of the social medias and let us know what you thought and who you think should win. You can do that at such locations as... On Twitter, at Draftmore. Instagram, at Mount Draftmore. And no, you're on the hot seat. You don't need to say shit. Yeah. We don't really promote any of the other stuff. Yeah. We have an email. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have an email. Yeah, gmail.com. Send us stuff. This, uh, b- 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 hold on. Uh, pending. Do, 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 do. Listen to the music. <laughs> yep. Keep well, listening. Well, because uh, this topic was submitted by Tristan. Yeah. Thank you, Tristan. Hey, oh. thanks, Tristan. Go, Tristan. You a real one. If you submit stuff to us, you know, we'll read it and then we'll take it into account. And if you've got ideas for drafts like Tristan did, then we will do it. There you go. Or if you want to tell us about your deepest, darkest fantasy, we'll read that online, too. Or if you want to send us hate mail, we'll read that, too, because it's probably funny. (laughs) Just anything, really. (laughs) Anything. We're we're all old enough to make fun of ourselves, so send us anything. That is mountdraftmore at gmail.com. Again, thanks for joining us this week. We will be back again next week for another fresh new episode. Until then, be safe. Peace.